When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I am Dale Lally, your host, and uh, the Steelers reported to training camp at St. Vincent College on Tuesday. A little bit of news coming out of that, as there typically is. Uh, the bumps and bruises that uh, happen in the offseason. Uh, there's always a surprise here or there. And the surprise uh, from Mike Tomlin on Tuesday was that uh, safety, Minka Fitzpatrick, who recently was became the highest paid safety in the NFL, was uh, going to start the season or start training camp on the non-football injury list, the NFI list, as Mike Tomlin called it. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick suffering a some kind of wrist injury, uh, while bike riding, uh, apparently, as Tom, according to Tomlin, uh, Fitzpatrick fell off a bicycle while on vacation. It happens. Uh, not expected to be anything long term, but Minka Fitzpatrick will be uh, sitting out the first uh, few uh, few days, I would think, of practice here as uh, that thing heals up. Uh, saw Minka Fitzpatrick when he checked in. Um, wasn't in a cast or anything like that. So it doesn't look like it's anything major, but they want to make sure that he is ready to go and healthy for the season. So there's no reason to rush that. The Steelers signed DeMonte KZ in the offseason. Um, he is primarily a free safety. And so you look at that and you say, okay, well, now they can get KZ even more practice time at the free safety position. And this could pay dividends down the road for the Steelers as they uh, get ready for this 2022 season. Um, maybe they decide that, uh, hey, we kind of like KZ at free safety, although obviously they like Mika Fitzpatrick a lot at free safety. But they could decide, hey, we could do, we can play uh, KZ at free safety and then maybe do some other things with Mika Fitzpatrick. I, I really think the addition of KZ gives them the opportunity to play some three safety packages and you know, that, that would be, uh, you know, maybe maybe go to a three safety dime where Mika Fitzpatrick can come up and play in the slot. Maybe you do that. In a, I'm sorry, in a nickel, uh, you can play in the slot or he, in the dime. He could play the slot as well. There's, there's some things there that you could do with the addition of KZ that I think was really makes that one kind of an underrated signing. But this is not expected to be anything long term. With Minka Fitzpatrick, the Steelers not uh, overly concerned about that. Uh, Mike Tomlin also saying that Tyson Alualu uh, has some soreness in his knee due to working out. Uh, he'll start the uh, training camp on the PUP list. That doesn't surprise me at all. Um, you know, if you look at the, the signings uh, or the moves that they made just recently, um, you know, the Steelers signing a defensive tackle out of the USFL and. 
you know, I think uh, when they signed Doug Costin, I, I said, um, you know, that was a move that was made because the Steelers probably didn't want to put too much on the plate of Larry Ogunjobi, who I think they'll ease into things as well. Uh, and then Stefan, or I'm sorry, uh, Tyson Alulu, because he's 35 years old. And you also have, you know, Cam Hayward at 33. So you want to have a good, good depth at that defensive tackle position because you don't want to beat those guys up. You know, they're older players. So uh, Tomlin today saying that, yes, Ogunjobi would be kind of eased into things in terms of, uh, of how much he plays early, how much practice time he gets early. And he said a big part of that was because they don't know Larry Ogunjobi. They don't know his body. They don't want him going out there and trying to do too much early and, you know, re-injuring his foot. Uh, Ogunjobi saying today that, you know, the foot feels pretty good. Um, he's feeling good, but he expects the Steelers to ease him into things as well. So that is the, uh, the expectation here. I did see Tyson Alulu on a bicycle today. And yes, it was a motorized bicycle, one of the, the, the you know, self-powered bicycles. But you still have to do some pedaling on those at times. And so that tells me that Tyson Alulu's uh, knee is not that big of an issue. Of course, Alulu missing all but five quarters last year as he came back or he, he missed the uh, most of the season with an ankle injury. So um, you want to be cautious with those guys. The Steelers, you know, they, they want to have those guys available in September when they play the, the you know, the open the season against the Bengals. As, as Oak and Joby said, hey, look, we don't play a game until September. There's no reason to rush this. These guys are veterans. They know what they're doing. Same thing with Minka Fitzpatrick. Not that big of a deal. I know it gets headlines. Um, people see uh, an injury for, for a guy like that. This is not that big of a deal, certainly uh, something that, uh, um, you know, every team is dealing with. If, if you look around the league, there's a lot of guys opening on the pup list, a lot of guys opening on the uh, NFI list. It doesn't mean that they're not going to be ready when the season starts. Um, you know, the Steelers having, of course, uh, five weeks before they have to line up and play a game that means anything. So rest easy Steelers nation. You don't have to worry about Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, this lingering into the season. He should be good to go sooner rather than later. I'm Dale Lally. I'm going to take a break. You're listening to the Dale Lally show here on the DK Pittsburgh sports podcasting network. When we come back, I'll talk about a few more things that we heard and learned during check-in day here at training camp at St. Vincent college. Uh, of course, the Steelers will hold their first practice today. Uh, that will happen on Wednesday. Uh, can't wait for that. Uh, so we'll get to that and we'll talk about what's going to happen, what we expect to see happen when we come back right after this. the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. And um, one of the things that Mike Tomlin was asked about on uh, on Tuesday after the team did its run test, and he was very happy with uh, everybody's level of conditioning, all that stuff. He always is. They, the, the, the conditioning test really isn't that big of a deal anymore. It's not like it used to be because they don't use training camp as a way to get into shape for the season. You already 
come to training camp in shape for the season. Because if you don't, you're probably not going to be around very long. So uh, not a, not a big, uh, not an eventful uh, training session today or, or uh, conditioning test, but Deontay Johnson was taking part in it. And uh, he, Mike Tomlin was asked about Deontay Johnson and he was asked specifically if Johnson will be doing any kind of hold in, in this training camp, of course, the Steelers and Johnson, uh, Johnson, his contract will be up after the season. He's an important member of this team. And Tomlin said, no, I, I, he's going to go out there. He, he arrived on time. He's done everything that he's needed to do. We expect him to go out there and practice like he's always practiced. Um, you know, we've, we've seen that in, in, you know, previous situations, TJ Watt, for example, last year was in practice, but didn't practice. Uh, he, he practiced off on his own. Uh, the Steelers were working out that contract situation with him. Deontay Johnson, uh, you know, the same, the same thing here could have happened. Um, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick in, in, in minicamp didn't practice until he got his deal done. Uh, of course, he signed that new deal this spring. Um, you could look at that a, a couple of different ways that, hey, the Steelers probably aren't going to negotiate with Deontay Johnson with this. Or you could look at it and say, well, they're approaching this the way they've always approached these kind of situations where if the player shows up, does what he's supposed to do, uh, they'll open a conversation and they'll talk about extensions and those kind of things. They won't do it if somebody's holding out. And to be clear, you're not going to see holdouts now like you used to see in the NFL. That's just a thing in the past. That's why we, we had to hold in because with the new CBA a couple of years ago, uh, teams can find a player. I think it's mandatory uh, of $30,000 a day and you can't waive that fine. It might even be more. It could be up to $40,000 a day. And the way it used to work is guys would skip. They would sit out, they would skip. And then when they signed a new deal, the team would waive the fines. Well, now under the new CBA, you can't waive the fines. It's written into the into this collective bargaining agreement that if a team finds a player for not attending a mandatory session, which is they have to do now, they can't just waive that fine at the end of things. Now, certainly they could say, let's say a player sits out 10 days of camp. You could say, well, we'll just pay you $300,000 more than we would have. But here's the catch. If you do that, that money counts against your salary cap. So you're not going to want to do that because that, you know, $300,000, you know, sounds like nothing right now if you've got cap space, but in the late November, when you're starting right guard goes down and you need to go sign somebody and you don't have the money to do it because you gave out that extra $300,000 um, or you don't have the cap space to do it because you gave out that extra $300,000, $300, then it becomes a little bit more something. So, that's why you're not going to see holdouts and things of that nature. Uh, those are things of the past. Uh, so Deontay Johnson's here. He's in camp. He's doing uh, everything he needs to do. And he's been very professional about this. You haven't heard him out there, you know, banging the drum that he needs more money. Uh, he showed up at all, you know, the team's offseason workouts pretty consistently. Uh, done everything he's needed to do. So that, that's interesting. Mike Tallman also saying that really, um, you know, the quarterback, quote unquote competition that everybody's expecting to see. There's going to be continue to be a set number one, Mitch Trubisky, and number two, Mason Rudolph, and Kenny Pickett's going to be number three. 
And that's how I, you know, that, that's the expectation is how the Steelers will open their practices when they start practicing here on, on uh, Wednesday. And that will continue for a while. They'll figure it out. They don't want to put too much on Kenny Pickett's plate. Um, if he shows that as the number three, he deserves to take on more, then they'll give him more. In the meantime, though, they're just going to continue to get Mitch Trubisky ready to start. Uh, you know, if he stumbles and Mason Rudolph looks good, then, hey, you, you, you certainly have that opportunity there for that to happen. But right now, it's Mitch Trubisky's job to lose. Um, that's just the reality of the situation. I, I don't know where some of the reports are out there. I get, you know, Mike Tomlin said after the draft that, you know, Mason, or that uh, Kenny Pickett will get an opportunity to be the starter. Everybody on this roster, all 90 men in camp, have an opportunity to either make the roster or win a starting job. Some guys have more of an opportunity than others. Mika Fitzpatrick isn't losing his starting job. TJ Watt isn't losing his starting job. That's just the reality of the situation. Now, that doesn't mean that Mitch Trubisky couldn't lose that starting job. That's certainly a possibility. It could happen. He could go out there and fall flat on his face. But the expectation is, is, is that he'll be good. Um, you know, and, and until the Steelers need to make a change, they're not going to make a change. They won't just do that to just to do it. So that's the situation there. Uh, of course, the Steelers also making a minor roster move uh, on uh, Tuesday as well before they uh, before they really before they reported. Um, they signed uh, a running back, which is what everybody wanted. But it's Jeremy McNichols to a one year deal. And that wasn't exactly what everybody wanted. They wanted somebody a little more splashy. Um, but McNichols has a little bit of his a little bit of something. Uh, he was a fifth round pick of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2017 out of Boise State. Um, in 31 career games, he's played for the Titans. He's played for uh, a number of other teams. Uh, I think this will be he played for the Colts, the Titans, uh, the Buccaneers. Uh, but in the games that he's played in 2018, 20, uh, and then a couple of seasons in, in Tennessee, where he was a backup to Derrick Henry, uh, 90 carries for 364 yards. So a little bit over four, point yard, four yards a carry. But he also has 40 catches for 295 yards and a touchdown. And that's really more of what he is. He's a 205-pound he's running back. He's more of a, a pass-catching back. So, again, and to make that move um, – they saw the uh, release Trey Edmonds, who probably he wasn't going to make this team this year. I mean, he'd been around for a while now and he's, you know, a decent special teams player, but they can always sign Trey Edmonds back if something happens there. Uh, but Jeremy McNichols to me is, is just another shot across the bow of Anthony McFarland. Like, Hey, we could find a guy to do some of the stuff that we're looking for as a complimentary back to Najee Harris. We can find a guy here who can do some end arounds, catch the ball in the slot, do those kind of things. So that's what McNichols is. Doesn't mean that the Steelers will suddenly not look to sign anybody else at that position. They'll give these guys a chance. They'll go out. They'll give the rookies a chance to show if they can do anything as well. Uh, Mateo Durant uh, being the key among that. But this is just making your roster better. Doesn't mean McNichols is going to make the team. Doesn't mean he's going to be the backup to Najee Harris. Doesn't mean anything of that nature. They're just bringing in a guy. Jeremy McNichols is more of an NFL player than Trey Edmonds is. That's just the reality of the situation. So that's why that move was made. 
we could see other moves made here in, in the coming weeks. Certainly, as you know, they look at things as injuries start to happen in this camp, things of that nature. So keep an eye on that as well. We'll be out here every day. You can read everything, all of our coverage on DKPittsburghSports.com. Uh, we really like it when you do that, but we really like it when you listen to these shows as well. And that's going to do it for today's Dale Lally show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast. I'll be back again tomorrow to bring you more. See you then.